Yeah. 
leave here the same we pray for your precious holy spirit 
We know that where two or three are gathered together in your name, Lord Jesus, you are there in the midst of them. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your presence and your person with us. We worship you, O oh God, and we pray that you speak to us by your Holy Spirit as we hear your word. In Jesus Christ's precious name, and the saints said, Amen. In the name of Yeshua, our Mashiach, Jesus, our Christ, Amen. We may take our seats in the presence of our Mashiach. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. We're going to continue and most likely conclude with our two-week series on study to show thyself approved unto God. Or study to show thyself approved unto God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, Let's look at our golden text or key text in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. There before I said it, beautiful. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Let's use NLT also for this. Work hard so God can approve you. Work hard so God can approve you. Be a good worker. One who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. So we can be approved of God and be considered good workers if we can explain the word of truth correctly. Without twisting it. Without misinterpreting it. Without, sometimes when we want scriptures to back what we are trying to do or we are trying to say, we force scriptures on it. That's that, you, you won't be approved. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Sometimes you can take a verse and those listening know that no, this verse does not apply, but you are massaging it into it. And many people do that. There was a pastor who was preaching one time and he was preaching on, he wanted to find a way to talk about destiny and to talk about God is going to bless you. God. So he started with, for they, those who he did for know, them he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. Then, phew, started to talk about destiny. God will bless you, money. God. How did predestination to be conformed to the image of his son turn into money and finances? The image of his son. You can use other verses. When Jesus, Jesus Christ was rich, but became poor so that through his poverty we will be rich. Then when everybody is listening to it and angels are watching, they'll say, yes, this is a good application of the word. But when we are talking about predestination, how did you turn predestination to be conformed to the image of his son? How, how did that turn into riches? I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. So you and I must try our best to apply the word of God properly. When the scripture fits. So when you are talking about finances, get scriptures about finances. When you are talking about marriage, get scriptures about marriage. Whatever you and I are talking about, let's try to get the word to fit in. 
I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Very, very important. So we're talking about studying the word of God so that God will approve us. So now, what is the first thing that would happen? Number one, God will approve us. We'll be approved unto God. Hallelujah. God will, will be approved and accepted unto God if we study the word and we know the word. Because there's a difference between studying the word and not practicing it, which gives us puffed up knowledge. And there is also that someone who hears the word, studies the word, and practices the word, and applies the word to their lives. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. That brings other results. So I want to encourage us to be people who hear the word, practice the word. Practice the word. When we practice the word, it's going to be a blessing in our lives. Now look at 1 Peter 3.15. And 16. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, they might be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. Now, verse 15 and 16. Let me use NLT for this. And sometimes people would misdirect or, 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 or make an evil thing out of a good thing. People can even say you are, you are doing church or you are starting a church somewhere because of money. You are, they, they redirect into an evil thing. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if you are asked about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. Do you know that there are many Christians who are not able to explain why they believe what they believe? If, 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 we, if we ask, why did Jesus have to die? Why the blood? Why all the death? Couldn't Jesus just say, God just say, okay, you are all saved. Why the death? Why blood? Why cross? Why all these things? Also, the Bible says, do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? So someone will say that, if God says that do all speak in tongues, do all interpret, then does it mean that tongues is not for all of us? We must study to show ourselves approved. Of course, tongues is for all of us. You just need to read the Bible and understand it and to be clear. Uh, uh, if, 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 if there's no one who can interpret, be silent in the church. No. No. You are misunderstanding the Bible. First Corinthians 12, 30 says, have all the gifts of healing. Do all speak with tongues. Do all interpret. The answer is no. But what kind of tongues is he talking about? He is not talking about the praying tongues we all do. This is talking about the ministry gift of tongues where you, which uh, uh, tongues plus interpretation is equal to prophecy. So do all speak with diverse kinds of tongues? The answer is no. Do all interpret? The answer is no. Do all have the gifts of healings? The answer is no. But if you don't study to show yourself approved, you'll be in trouble. Let's go back to our text. NLT, 1 Peter 3, 15 and 16. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if you are asked about your Christian hope, why you believe 
Why is Christianity the religion that you believe? Why aren't you in another religion? Are you able to engage someone who is in another religion and have a meaningful conversation with the person and get the person to question themselves? That's a good answer. Or a rather a good question. I, 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 also those watching. Are we able to be able to engage someone from another religion to explain why we believe Christianity versus the other religions? That is, and if you are asked about your Christian hope, why the Christian hope and not the other hope? Are we always available and ready to explain it? This is a very important question. So the second is we must be able to explain to others why we believe. Let's stay in 15. If someone brings a new religion or someone or science says they discovered a, a fish that has legs. It was in your textbook. One of my children's textbooks, both. That there was, that there was a fish because as the fish uh, evolved, then they started having legs so that they could live on the land. And it was found to be a hoax, a lie. But let's take it that you didn't know it was a lie. Is it going to shake your faith? Can you believe Da Vinci Code affected so many people? There are people who, if you are convinced about the Christian life, when a church closes down, you, you, you won't backslide. No, seriously. If, 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 if you, 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 you know Jesus Christ, even if you hear something bad about a pastor or about anything, it will not affect you because you understand the Bible. You understand that even Demas has forsaken us having left this present, uh, 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 this world. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. All I'm saying is that you and I must be careful to, under, to, to be able to explain ourselves. I don't want to mention the religions, but religion one. If you are comparing to Christianity, what's going to happen? When you are talking to someone from another religion, can they convert you? Many have been converted. They will bring scriptures and twist the scriptures and tell you. There was a time some Jehovah's Witness came to the house. I was very tired. I had traveled for a long time. And I got home. When I got home, some, some of them came and started talking to the boys in the house. Our, my plan was to go and sleep. But I said, no, I won't allow these people to deceive the boys in the home. So I put my staff down, very tired, and I came to sit down. Then they began to talk, talk, talk. And then they, I just asked them two questions. Two. And these people, they, they do a lot of study. Before they come to your house, they've done a lot of study. The two questions I asked them, I said, open it from your book. By the time I asked them the questions, they started to shake and said, we will get back to you tomorrow, and they never, tomorrow never came. If tomorrow comes, tomorrow never came. Two questions. Two questions. Let me tell you those questions. But you have to study. 
Turn to Jeremiah 23. 3. Let me see if that is it. Uh, Jeremiah 23. Okay, good. Jeremiah 23. Keep going. 4. 5. Okay. Good. Now, I told them, read this. But hold it. Let me, te- let me tell you the sequence. Hold it here. Look at Micah 4.2 or 5.2. One of them. Look at Micah 4.2. And then you come to Jeremiah 23.5. Let me show you something. This is what I told them, and they said, I'll talk to you, I'll, I'll find out. Micah 4, okay, Micah 5, 2. Good. But thou Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting meaning that this person is eternal has never not existed has always existed i said explain it how are you going to explain it when you say that he's angel michael who was created the first to be created explain it angel michael was created had he had a beginning but this human being who is from bethlehem had no beginning because he is from everlasting. Oh, am I preaching to somebody? You couldn't answer. Now, the one that had, they said we have to go and come back is Jeremiah 23. Look at 5 and 6. <laughs> then after that, when they went home, then I went to go and sleep. Behold, the days come, said the Lord, that I will raise unto David a righteous branch. Now, God the Father has never come from David. It's the Son. Has God the Father come from David? No. So, God is going to raise up from unto David a righteous branch or a, a successor or a descendant of David. And a king shall reign and prosper and shall execute judgment and justice in the earth. Of course, during the second coming. Verse 6. In his days, Judah shall be saved. Those people didn't learn because other people use another verse to try to counter this, but it doesn't hold. In his days, Judah shall be saved. And Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Tikenu. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So Judah in his days, you're welcome. <laughs> In his days, Judah shall be saved. And Israel shall dwell safely. And this is his name whereby he shall be called the Lord. Or Adonai, our righteousness. But actually, this is Yahweh, our righteousness. Now, I told him to read it from their book. When he read it from their book, let me tell you what was written. 
in his days Judah shall be saved and Israel shall dwell safely and this is his name whereby he shall be called Jehovah our righteousness then they got confused because this word Lord here is Jehovah Yahweh our righteousness so the people were they, they were confused their book the, the 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 author was able to change john 1 1 and and twist it but he forgot to change this one i don't know if you're getting what i'm talking about so what i'm saying is that you and i must be able to explain to others why we believe what we believe now let's go back to our, our text first peter 3 15 and 16 Hallelujah to Jesus. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if you are asked about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. There are some people who say, get angry. When someone asks them a question, a theological question, they get angry. And start to say, no, just take it. Just take it as it is. No. The Bible is not telling us not to tell people to take it as it is. The Bible is telling us that we must be ready to explain why we believe what we believe. Then the next verse. But you must do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak evil against you. Now you and I, people will speak evil against us. Even when God is doing something, people will speak evil of it. Think about it. When Jesus, the Pharisees, Jesus was speaking, the Pharisees were speaking evil against Jesus. They, they were speaking evil against Jesus. So how much more you and I? But what the Bible is saying is that at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, even if people are speaking evil of you, they will all be ashamed one day. I said what? They will all be ashamed one day when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. So no matter what, sometimes it's not even important to defend yourself. Whether it's in your family, whether it is at work, of course, do whatever you can. But a point comes that you have to just leave it to God. Hallelujah. Just leave it to God. Very, very important. So that is the second, to be able to explain to others why you believe what you believe. Look, for example, also at Colossians 4, 6. Colossians or Colossians 4, 6. Am I preaching to somebody? Let your conversation or your behavior, your manner of life, be gracious and effective so that you will have the right answer for everyone. Look at this in NLT. You will have the right answer for everyone. Colossians 4, 6. Let your conversation be gracious and effective so that you will have the right answer for everyone. Hallelujah. All right response for everyone. Hallelujah. It's very, very important that you and I are have the right answer for everyone. Am I saying something? Amen. Proverbs 22, 21. So in conclusion, the or, or rather the first is approval. God will approve of you. Amen? When you study to show yourself approved unto God, God will approve of you. How many want the approval of God? Very important. Number two, you and I must be ready to give an answer. That I might make thee known 
sorry, that I might make thee know the certainty of the words of truth, that thou mightest answer the words of truth to them that send unto thee. Now, this is important because sometimes, let's look at it in NLT. In this way, you may know the truth and take an accurate report to those who sent you. When you and I know the word of God, we will always be accurate and be truthful. We will always take the right report. Hallelujah. Because you, you and I as Christians, we have to be very careful. Sometimes when we are, we, we are, we, we are how do I say, when we are explaining something or we are sending a report to people, many times we don't speak the truth. Many times we might easily twist it or make it suit the people who are uh, uh, the audience. Hallelujah. No matter, even at work, people do it at work. They, 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 people lie. People twist the truth. But when you and I have studied the word of God to show ourselves approved, you will see that it will, it will be important for us to give an accurate report. Anything we say must be accurate. Anything we say must be truthful. And that comes, when the word of truth is in you and I on a regular basis, what will come out of our mouth to be truth? Anytime the word of truth is in your mind, in your heart, entering into you day by day by day, it means truth is filling your heart. It means truth is filling my heart. So if truth is filling my heart and out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks, then what will come out of my mouth to be truth will be accurate. I don't know if you're hearing what I'm talking about. Very, very important. I thought you put your hands together properly for Jesus. Hallelujah. Number three, you and I must study to show ourselves approved unto God so that we will even be convinced and stable. Hallelujah. We will be convinced and stable. Oh, am I preaching to somebody? We will be convinced and we will be stable. We will think carefully about what we say. We will, so, so no new doctrine can move us. The Bible says that we must not be uh, tossed go to and fro with every wind of doctrine. We shouldn't allow craftiness to sway us left and right. And many people are being swayed by winds of doctrine which are not true. Very, the Bible also says that in the last days, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the last days, there will be heresies and there will be doctrines of devils. People would say things that are not true and people will heap up for themselves teachers who will be speaking to them wrong things, inconvenient things, lies. And it will, it, it will, it, it will entice their itchy ears and they will turn to fables instead of the truth. And that is what is happening now. I mean, can you imagine things like the Da Vinci Code, which when you read part of the book, it says it is fiction. But it, 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 it destroyed many people's Christian lives. Da Vinci Code. Some people, I know someone who is a Christian who says that he does not believe in the Old Testament, but the New Testament. Because the Old Testament is, is, is contrary to science. How? Because of the sun and the vegetation, the sun uh, 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 and the day and night. But those are not 
that shouldn't deter, that shouldn't destroy your faith because there are explanations like i said earlier on when science is at variance with the bible then it means that science has not caught up yet when science is at variance with the bible and there is clear proof that there's a variance then science is wrong now we all know it from the science that uh, 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 you know when they were having surgeries on people they didn't know about bacteria so they'll have surgery they will not give administer antibiotics and people will die because of infection until they discovered that there's antibiotics quarantine they didn't know about quarantine so people were dying during the plague of death or the bubonic plague people were dying because oh my loved one is that is, is is dying the hemorrhaging blood coming out and from the mouth from the nose from the ears that and eyes people will be dying and they'll be holding them my loved one they didn't know about quarantine but the bible talked about quarantine in in the old testament science said that the world was flat on but the bible says that the circle of the earth so it's clear that science was wrong about that and eventually science found out the truth because they had to they went out of space in the same way science has all these beautiful fancy mathematical models about the big bang and they were using the hubble telescope if i don't know if any of you like this uh, space galaxies i love that yeah myself and my daughter the hubble telescope <laughs> the hubble telescope said i was able to back some part of the big bang theory it, the big bang theory was flawed in a way and then they added inflation which says that nothing travels faster than the speed of light except the bang and after that the speed of light hold, held or holds then so it means that science was proven to be good then the james webb telescope was launched which is 100 times stronger than the hubble telescope and then they realize that almost everything they believe is false right now when you go online it is false all the astrophysicists they are now finding out that look all our models were wrong we need to tweak the models because certain galaxies which should not have been there around the time of the bang the, the first million years after the bang some of them are even larger than the milky way galaxy and some of them are formed very very well and large and that should not have happened so they are now confused so if science is at variant with the bible or variance with the bible it means that science has not caught up or science is wrong but many people can lose their faith because of a science discovery but you and i if we've studied to show ourselves approved unto god work men and women who not are not ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth we will not allow anything to move us heaven or hell no matter the evidence even if they say that look we found transitional fossils i won't believe it because science is wrong if it's against the bible the bible has stood the test of time and has passed but if you don't study to show yourself approved unto God, you'll miss it. Am I preaching to somebody? So you and I must be convinced and stable. Then the next. When we study to show ourselves approved unto God, rightly dividing the word of truth, we will not only know how to 
rightly divide the word of truth or, or explain the word of truth, but we'll be able to, it will help us to be able to handle circumstances well. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Because when you've started to show yourself approved unto God and you are not ashamed and you are able to rightly divide the word of truth, you'll be able to allow the word of God to be a rhema in your life. You'll be able to apply the word of God directly to every circumstance, every situation. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody here. For example, if you are going through a difficulty, you will not say that there is no God. Some people who were giants in the Lord now say that there is no God because of suffering. If there is a God, how can there be suffering? If there is a God, how can God allow suffering? God allowed it, but it's human beings that are sin that caused the suffering. And God is not going to force anyone. I mean, the list goes on. But you and I will be able to have the right response for difficulties and circumstances when we started to show ourselves approved unto God because we will know how to rightly divide the word of truth. Of course, in preaching, in explaining to people, we will know how to dissect the word of truth and how to apply the word of truth to our lives. When the Bible says uh, 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 maybe how to get money, how to get this, how to get prosperity, whatever it is, we will know how to apply it to our lives. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. When you are going through a difficulty, you'll be able to apply it to your life. Look at Romans 8.28, the famous Romans 8.28. For we know, for we know, we know. I said we know. I said we know. And we know that all things work together for good. For good. For good. Mistakes work together for our good. Wrong moves will work together for our good. Why? What will be the reason? And we know that all things work together for good. To them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. Hallelujah to Jesus. So all things will work together for my good and for your good because we love God. But the key is not to be in despair, not to be downtrodden, not to feel that all hope is gone because you've rightly discerned that all things will work together for my good. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Yes, I'm sad. Yes, I'm troubled. Yes, I feel terrible. But I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord and I'm going to know that all things are for my sake. All things will work together for my good because I love God. Hallelujah. And then 2 Corinthians 4.15 says, all things are for our sake. All things are for our sake. Whatever it is. And we know all things, 2 Corinthians 4.15, all things are for our sake. Whatever it is. For all things are for your sake. Means whatever it happens. Once you are a Christian, it's for your sake. Glory. I said it's for your sake. Amen. 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18. I think we'll be able to finish this today. Unless God takes us somewhere else. Hallelujah. <laughs> for our light affliction, our, our, our light affliction, meaning that the afflictions we are going through 
in comparison to what God is going to do, they are minute, they are light, they, they, they are not heavy. Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, our afflictions, our difficulties, they are temporary, they are very, very, very small or very, very, very short in duration compared to eternity of glory. Am I saying something to someone? So for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So the things that we go through, they are working for us a great reward, a great glory. So it means that when I suffer for Jesus, I must not say, oh, I'm suffering for Jesus. Let me stay suffering. Oh, I'm going to be blessed. So let me stay suffering God continue just hammer me with suffering no 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 we must fight it jesus said pray that god leads us not into temptation but delivers us from evil so we need to fight it but as we are going through our afflictions we must remember that many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivered them out of them all we must remember that it is very very short and because we have been able to withstand the afflictions, the kind of glory, the kind of favor, the kind of blessing that God will give to us will far exceed all the troubles we went through. And at the end of the day, we will say it was worth it. There is no one who has gone through a difficulty and God has taken them out of it and God has given them lessons and God has blessed them who will say that they, 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 uh, uh, if they had to do it all over again, they will not do it. Because it gives us maturity. It gives us strength. It gives us uh, foresight. It gives us wisdom. It gives us uh, uh, what patience, endurance, and the list goes on. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So when you and I study to show ourselves approved unto God, it's not that it's going to be easy, but at the end of the day, we'll be able to remember that, look, it's going to work out for my God. Look, it's just for a moment. Look, it's going to be okay. All things are going to be okay. It's going to be all right. I said it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Hallelujah to Jesus. Romans 8, 18. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not fit, are not worthy. It, it is almost an insult to compare them with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Wow. So it means that every suffering that we go through, even though we will tell God, God, I wasn't happy about this. At the end of the day, we must expect a great glory from God. Hallelujah. So let's always, but that comes by being strong in spirit because the word of God is in us, richly in us. We are studying the word of God. We are studying to show ourselves approved unto God. And then the Holy Spirit will strengthen our spirit. The Bible says we will be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. So my spirit and your spirit will be strengthened by the Holy Spirit because the word of God is rich in us. And we are understanding the word of God. We are studying to show ourselves approved unto God. Ephesians 3, 16. That he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. 
in the cryptos man, in the hidden man of the heart. Am I preaching to somebody? Philippians 1.27. Because some people, when they are going through difficulty, they say to themselves, why am I going through difficulty? I don't understand. Why did this person die? Why did this happen to this person? Why? I mean, God, what happened? Does that mean there is no God? No, there's God. If you've, you and I have studied, we will not be happy about it. I question God all the time. But at least we will know that the Bible had already foretold that we'll go through difficulties. That's the difference. I sometimes say, God, this was so easy for you. Why? <laughs> Why? Easy. Philippians 1.29. Philippians 1.29. For unto you, hallelujah, for unto you, it is given on the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. So when you read this, then you say to yourself, it's not that bad. It's not as if God hates me. It's not as if I'm being punished for something. It's just because sometimes that is what God chooses. That, that, that is it. Let me show you one verse that ties it up and then we'll go to our last point. Isaiah 48, 10. That is how God, that is God's method. That's how God works. Isaiah 48, 10. That is how God works. God, behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the fairness of affliction. When God is choosing us, his method, which is not my method, if I had to choose it, I will not choose that method. But his method is the fairness of affliction, even though we as parents, well, you see, God shows that, yes, this is what we really choose sometimes. Because my children, I sometimes want them to, 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 not to suffer in a way, but they need to learn lessons, number one. <laughs> number two, they need sometimes to suffer to understand. Look at how my daughter is looking at me. <laughs> you don't like what I'm saying, but it's true. They need to learn things so that they can be better. They need to learn how to be hard. They need to learn how to endure. They need to learn how to pay bills. At least their phone bill. You'll be paying your phone bill soon. Sometimes we don't want things easy for them. Let's assume you have a million dollars. There are some parents who will say, yes, I have a million dollars, but you are going to work for school. Because I want to teach you responsibility. Yes. So that is a way to make them better. God is also saying that that is the right way to do things. Because I have chosen thee in the fairness of affliction. Look at this in NLT. That's how I've chosen. That's how I've chosen to perfect you. I have refined you, but not in the way silver is refined. Rather, I have refined you in the fairness of suffering. That is how I'm refining you. That, that's the way I can perfect you and make you strong. Hey. In the fairness of affliction. When I ask God, why, why? Then God will remind me, but isn't that how you, don't you see it that way also? But ours is in a weaker 
a, a less wise way because we are not wise. So when we do it, sometimes we miss it, sometimes we don't. But God is perfect. When he does, when, when he takes us through the suffering, we become strong. Even though I tell God, God, show me what to do so I don't have to suffer. What can I do so that I don't have to go through certain things? What can I do? And then I conclude that maybe I can help, I can, I can think about other people's sufferings and then maybe that is my suffering. If I think about other people's suffering, take your, my yoke. But it doesn't always work like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But always remember, so when someone is going through pain and someone is about to give up <clears throat> and they say, look, God doesn't care about me. God doesn't love me. God, God, is, is there a God? How can God allow such suffering? What have I done, God? When you've studied these scriptures, you say to yourself that this is God's method. This is how God does it. Then you go through the Bible and you see how God responded to David. Abraham, God has promised Abraham, but he had to wait. God promised David he had to wait. He was running around in caves. Daniel, why did he have to go through the lion's den? And you see that this is God's method. And he, 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 the, all his people passed through the method. Joseph, the perfect man, he had to pass through some suffering. Every servant of God had to pass through suffering. And then we've read this in the New Testament and we say that this is how God is. So I can't judge God and say what I'm saying. And that's why the Bible says in the New Testament that when everything is complete, and God has revealed everything to us, we will be in awe of God and we will give praise to God. A time will come that we will praise God for everything he has done, how he's organized our lives and everything. Hallelujah. And finally, when we study to show ourselves approved unto God, we will have the tools to defeat the devil in every circumstance. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. 1 John 5, 4 and 5. And then Ephesians 6, 16. 1 John 5, 4 and 5. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Now the world, what is the world? In the Bible, the world is evil. The world is sin. The world is suffering. The world is pain. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes this evil world and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith who is he that overcometh the world but he that believeth that jesus glory to god is the son of god so faith in what faith in god that's not enough faith that jesus is the son of god hallelujah because i have faith in god who, 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 who what which god what when you say god what does that mean but when Jesus' name comes in, then we know which God we are. When we say God, we know what it means. Because God, 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 God. Which one? But there's only one God, the true God. There's no other God besides him. So when we say God and we say Jesus, we know exactly what we are talking about. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. How is the faith going to come when we do not study the word? 
Now, Romans 15.4. Let me tie it in and then we close. Romans 15.4. Romans 15.4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So we get hope from learning the scriptures and patience and comfort of that the same scriptures you are learning, that's what gives us hope. How many are getting what I'm saying? So hope comes from studying the scriptures. Because hope is a mind thing. Hope is of the mind. When we are studying the scriptures and we are understanding it, then hope is coming. Now hope is very, very important. Because without hope, you can't have faith. So actually faith also comes from studying the scriptures. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hebrews 11.1. 1. So when you have hope, then you, can call, then you can try to convert hope to faith. But if you don't have hope, faith is zero. But hope comes from studying the Bible. Hope comes from studying, understanding, dissecting the Bible. That's how, come, that's how hope comes. So when the Bible is understood, dissected, and we keep on repeating it over and over and over and over again, then it moves from the mind of hope to the heart of faith. And then that's the victory. So that's why we need hope. We need the study of the scriptures. Because when we study the scriptures, then we have overcome the world. When we study the scriptures, then we have our shield of faith on. And we are victorious in every single situation. Hallelujah to Jesus. May we be approved by God. May we be ready to give an account or a reason why we believe what we believe. May we be convinced about our faith and be stable. May we know how to handle circumstances and God will give us the tools and the victory over the world. And we will not be conquerors. I will never be a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. Glory to God. There's a difference between a conqueror and more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. We are not conquerors. We are more. Hallelujah to Jesus. Shall we stand to our feet? Give God praise. And let's bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's bless the Lord and ask the Lord to get his word rich in our hearts, in our lives. Oh God, I pray that your word will touch my heart. I pray that you would make me a doer of your word. That you would give me the grace to study to show myself approved unto God. I pray for your grace to give me the, give the grace to study your word. To love your word. To practice your word. Make me a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let's speak to God and ask him to make us students of his word. Make us people who study his word, who love his word, who rightly divide his word of truth, who dissect his word. In the name of Jesus. 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 Draw me deeper, deeper into your word of truth. Draw me deeper into your word of truth. Into your love for me. Oh, in the name of Jesus. I want to be near you, Lord. I want to love your word. I pray for you by your Holy Spirit to be 
Someone who not just knows your word, but practices your word. I want to love your word. Make me pure in heart. Make my heart faithful and true. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, make me pure in heart. Make my faithful and true. So when you look at me, it's your righteousness you see.
God, we bless and worship you and we thank you, O oh God, for your word. We pray that we will be students of your word, that we will be approved by you because we study to show ourselves approved unto you. That we will be workmen and women who will not be ashamed, but who can rightly divide the word of truth. We pray, O oh God, that we will all be always ready to be able to give the reason for why we believe what we believe. We pray that we will practice your word. We pray that we will be able to rightly dissect your word, divide your word, so that we will be able to explain it to others and we will be able to understand your word ourselves. We will be able to apply your word correctly, oh God. And we will be able to please you and approve, be approved by you in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. And whilst we are here, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or maybe you are watching online, and you know in your heart that you are far away from God. You know in your heart that if you die tonight or you die tomorrow, God willing, you don't know whether you go to heaven or hell. But you want the opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to be born again. You want your sins forgiven. You want to be washed with the blood of Jesus. If you are like that and you want to say, I've tried, I've tried, but it's not working. But I want to give God a chance. Then you are listening to the right message i want you to repeat after me and we can all repeat together heavenly father i come to you in the name of jesus christ i come to you in the name of jesus christ i confess i confess that jesus christ is lord that jesus christ is lord i believe i believe that he died on the cross for my sins that he died on the cross for my sins i believe i believe that his blood was shed for my sins. That his blood was shed for my sins. I believe. I believe that God raised him from the dead. That God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart and come into my life. Please come into my heart and come into my life. Please forgive me for all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Please forgive me for all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. In Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We may take our seats in the presence of the Lord. We thank God for the preservation of those who surrendered their lives to Jesus. I want to say God bless you, those in Minneapolis. You are, you are, well, you've been welcomed for some time. I want to say God bless you. And I want to say God bless all of you who are um, online. Amen. It's now giving time. Giving time is what? Blessing, blessing time. time. Hallelujah. Giving time is blessing time. So let's give a good offering to the Lord. If you want to pay your tithe, you want to pay your offering, you can just give. You can text give to the number on the screen. And um, yeah. You can just follow the prompts or paypal christreveal21 at gmail.com or zell christreveal21 at gmail.com or you can just scan if you scan that will do it hallelujah just take your phone put it by the, the the tv or computer or whatever you're using and that will work hallelujah <clears throat> father god bless our tithe our tithe and our offering in jesus name amen Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, His grace is sufficient for me. For 
Father God, bless our offering in Jesus' name. Father God, bless our offering in Jesus' name. Thank you for the opportunity to give to support your work in Jesus' name. God bless you, those online. I want to say thanks for joining us until we meet next time. God bless you. It's time for us.